<laughs> it's automatic, huh? At least the first little bit, yeah. I'm going to remove this just a little bit. There we go. Are you wearing Prana? Uh, no. Who I'm makes not. those jeans? Levi? Oh, those are Levi's? <laughs> are they the commuter jean? The stretch commuter jean? No. I mean, is that a Levi's thing? Yeah, they make a stretch commuter jean. I've never heard of it. Okay. Welcome. That you don't know this, but this is our, like, year anniversary of doing this podcast. It's our pot anniversary. Pot anniversary. So, like, I think maybe <laughs> year anniversary. Whatever. As if other anniversaries didn't involve years. <laughs> Whatever. God damn it. But the point that I'm saying is, it's our year anniversary. We've been doing this for a year. We've only produced twelve episodes. We have to do better next year. Another one a month. There's one a month. We should up that. We should try and do two a month. Well, I mean, when, how long has it been since our last one? I feel like we did one at like the beginning of the summer, and then you're like. Hey, I'm going to be in Rhode Island and then everywhere else every weekend forever. And next weekend I'm in Philly. So, like, it, you know, this is the weekend that we're here. Well, here we are. I'm, I'm glad that we're here. Okay. Uh, let's see. That was one thing I need to clear up. Uh, let's jump right into this and then I'll clear up the second thing. Uh, welcome to South Beta Podcast. My name is Zach. This is one man's journey to untangle the knot that is the climbing community with his co-host who occasionally knows the answer to his climbing-related questions. <laughs> is, that the, is that clearing it up? You're like, he doesn't always know the answer to my questions. But for climbing-related questions, occasionally he's got it. I just I just am proud that even though we haven't recorded for three months, I still had that off the top of my head on like five hours of sleep. Oh, that's cool. So I'll take it, you know. I'll take what I got. Um, my other thing I need to clear up is, I was talking to uh, uh, the good-looking Justin at the gym the other day. And he told me that it made it sound on the last podcast that, like, he's asking to be called the good-looking Justin. He's not. He's asking to be called Justin. But if you're asking which Justin, he wants to be known as the good-looking one. He felt like that was an important distinction. Uh, that was an important distinction from what I'd said, and I want to make sure that, you know, he feels valued. Okay. I mean, I honestly don't remember it in the slightest. Because <laughs> you haven't listened to the two-hour and 11-minute last version of our podcast, which is another thing of contention. We need to talk about that. We're going to have to shorten these podcasts up. Listeners, I'm sorry, especially Nick. I know how much you love this. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to the last three. But, but you used to love the length because it allowed you to work out three or four times. Unfortunately, at this point, we're going to have to shorten it. Wait, wait. I'm, I don't understand. We have to shorten it from two hours, or we have to shorten it more than... Like our normal goal, which is right around an hour. I'm fine with it still being an hour. Like, that's fine for me, but it can't be two hours. Even even the hour apparently is too long for some people, but I don't give a shit. I mean, like, you know, everyone wants a certain length of podcast. What are you going to do? I, the, the thing is... It like, was like, you know, the, you could have a 45-minute podcast and be people who have 30-minute commutes and be like, man... It doesn't work out because I, I listen to 30 minutes on my drive and then there's only 15 minutes left and I start it up and I only get halfway home. I feel like an hour is a good mark. Like you can split that up however you want. An hour is a nice even mark. I started a timer today. So like we're going to have a timer. And then halfway through I'm going to do like a little jingle and it'll be like this is our intermission. <laughs> Where we're going to have a commercial break? Someday. <laughs> I, maybe I'll just advertise for Patagonia. <laughs> just straight up, like, read the latest Patagonia ad on air? I don't need to read it. Like, I've already, I know it. <laughs> for those of you I who will don't, not challenge that. For those of you who don't know, I have an additional alter ego, aside from climbing, that is uh, the Patagonia fanboy. 
I feel uh, like the listeners of this podcast are the most familiar with that. Well, you should go check out the website, PatagoniaFanboy.com. There's a great uh, uh, blog post on ShredX that happened up here about uh, sustainable surfing. Uh, I think they're doing another event this Wednesday. I can't remember what it is. Oh, it's a preview for uh, for The Last Hill, uh, which is about a bike thing, people sponsored by Patagonia on a bike thing. And that's going to be this Wednesday at 7 o'clock if this gets out there in time. Okay. So anyways, yeah, no, we can just we just do a little commercial break for Patagonia. We can talk about my favorite piece of gear. Sure. That sounds... Okay. So like you have... I've told you what this podcast was about, but you chose not to, to really listen to it. Um, and so you came in here and you asked, said, what are we going to talk about today? And I already knew. We're going to talk about... Yosemite 2018. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. I just kind of pushed it out of my head. I'm glad you did, but unfortunately now I have you in a room and we're going to talk about it. So so the goal is, in 2018, to climb some version of a big wall, preferably El Cap. Okay. In any way possible. So I don't care if it's French free. I don't care if I'm, you know... Uh, What's the word with the thing? Jumaring up the, the, the rope? I don't care. Mm-hmm. 2018, I'm, big I'm, wall. Honestly, like, I'm not going to do this with you until you understand the difference between aid climbing and free climbing. Like you, need, I, you need to know what all that stuff is. And you don't need to take a class to understand. You need to just read. Well, I'm going to read. I have the book on how to, big, uh, how to transition to free big wall climbing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to learn about that. But on top of that, I think I am going to take an aid class because I think that's an important skill to have in life, and I've invited you to come with. Yeah, and Linda's and also in, so we've got a group. I mean, I'm like, that. that's all well and good. But, like, my the concern, whole thing, like, I mean, like, my concern, you know, usually about your concern. My concern is that every time we talk about this, you keep telling me I'm going to take the 513 pitches, and I keep telling you we will not do anything with 513 free climbing on it. We're not going to be climbing 513 free. We're so, not going to be climbing 512 free. In fact, we're not even going to be climbing 511 free. So, And it's highly unlikely we'll even climb any 510 free. We are going to climb, I mean, maybe 10A or 10B. But for the most part, we're just going to do whatever route it is in the easiest style and probably aiding most pitches. I'm fine with that. I'm totally in. I'm 100% in. You know who else is in? Adriel. Do you mean Adriel? Is that too many people? I think three's three's not a crowd in this case. No, not really. I mean, it's just the way it works. You know, it's like different. You know, we'll just have you haul all the time. I can do that. I don't mind. Uh, just give me a job. The more the more mass you got, the easier it is to haul the bags. I have some bad news about that. I'm losing weight. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> think that you could lose en- enough weight. I mean, I'm glad you're losing weight. But I don't think you could lose enough weight where you won't have uh, a, an advantage with your hauling. Uh, can I ask again, what do you weigh? Uh, I am down around 175. I will still weigh more than you. My goal is, my target goal is 180. That would be, uh, revolutionary for you. I've been there before. It's been a long fucking time. I can't wait to get back there. It's going to take a lot of work. I started doing it. After we're done here today, I'm going to go back to sleep for a couple of hours, and then I'm going to go to the gym and run two miles. And that's my thing. I've been running two miles a day. Actually, I think I need to run three miles today. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it. I'm working on it. the weight is weight is the thing. I'm working on the weight. I decided that I'm also, in addition to my climbing prowess, I've decided that I'm going to be a real serious acro yogi. I went to this great event in Portland called Divine Play. I actually lived pretty much out of the Planet Granite Portland, 
which we should talk about that experience too. But but I lived out of that, and basically I realized that I have potential to be a really serious acro yogi if I really wanted to. So I just need to really want to and really try. So it's okay. Fine. So that's so I'm going to climb and do acro yoga. Okay, that sounds good. They're actually really they're really good balancing activities because uh, climbing is a lot of pulling and acro yoga is a lot of pushing. Oh okay. So it's like they you know they make you stronger together. Sure. They're symbiotic. Uh, mm, I wouldn't go that far. Complementary, yeah, is different from symbiotic. Uh, let's we're gonna so now that I've reminded you of the theme of the episode, uh-huh. let's talk about a stuff that's completely unrelated to that, and we'll get back to that in about a little bit. <laughs> okay. So the first thing I want to talk about was uh, how often are climbing team competitions? I feel like every weekend when I go to a climbing gym, there's a competition going on. Uh, what, I'm not sure what you mean. How often, like, do the youth climbing... Are there youth <coughs> youth climbing comps? Yeah, the youth climbing comps. I ran into... So I was... I, I randomly got asked to go uh, help out with Acro Fundamentals uh-huh. in Santa Cruz. Uh-huh. So I went down there to go to Acro Fundamentals, and there was a climbing competition, and I saw Cubbage. And I walked up, and I'm like, hey, Cubbage, how's it going? He doesn't remember my name, but I, I know his name. Uh-huh. And we saw Cubbage. That was fun. And I was like, this is going on. And then I went, like, the, the next weekend to, you know, Ironworks. And there was another one going on in Ironworks. Well, I mean, so there's basically two seasons with uh, the, you know, the youth climbing competitions. Uh, and there's ropes and boulders, basically. Okay. So boulders is in, is in the fall, ropes in the summer. Uh, and basically what you have is um, a series. I, if you're talking about, like, the Nash, the USAC, U.S. I guess it's just USA climbing. Okay, USA climbing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was just actually trying to think of it as a different. It's like United States of America climbing, whatever. Usually not. It's like U.S. sailing. It's U.S. whatever. They don't put the A in there. I don't think it's the United States Association of Climbing though, but it's USAC, is the national governing body for climbing, and uh, so fall season they'll. You know, gyms and regional organizers will create a schedule of local competitions uh, leading up to the regionals, divisionals, nationals competition. Okay. So, like, basically... What region are we in? Uh, our region is... Like, Northern California? It's, I think it's basically California and Nevada. Oh, really? That big? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, wait, no, wait. Sorry, that's our division. The region is uh, just like NorCal. Okay. And so can I ask you a question? When you look at this stuff, when you look at these teams that are competing, are, are there like powerhouse teams? You know, like how like, you know, you look at football and you're like, okay, you know, probably the Cowboys or America's team, they're going to be pretty good, although they haven't been. But like the Patriots have been pretty good and they're consistently pretty good. Are there gyms like right now that we need to know that like these kids are like the best? In the area, or is it pretty equal? Um, I mean, I would say there are there are gyms that are consistently turning out strong climbers, usually based on the you know the strength of the program and stuff like that. Which gyms are those? You mean in this region? Yeah, in this region. Uh, well, for a long time it was. Are you intimidated by any gym? I mean, I don't coach anymore. Yeah, but you're a fan. 
Uh, yeah, but, like, the team competition is really pretty secondary when it comes to these things. It's, like, a lot... It's very much about the individuals. Got it. So are there any, like, individuals that are freaking scary that I need to know about that I should be following? I, I don't know what you mean by scary. Like, like scary good. Like, unbelievable. Like, boo, it's Halloween scary. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's all these different age categories, right? So there's tons of... I mean, there's always, like, super strong kids in each category. Okay, is there anybody in our region that, like, in their category is, like, really out, maybe outshining the rest? Anybody um, that we want to give a shout-out to? Anybody that's a little famous? I mean, I don't think there's anyone who's, like, uh, you know, like, super famous in this division, um, you know, we got some strong kids, but no, no one who's like, uh, you know, like nationally famous, I don't think. Yet. I think period. Is there, is there anybody who's nationally famous in any division at that? Yeah, I mean, Kai Leitner is pretty well known. Okay. Uh, and he's, he's, was still competing youth, um, you know. Uh, there's, it, it always evolves really fast. Uh, you know, Ashima is still a youth competitor. Okay. I moved it because it wasn't facing you. Well, you also, you also banged the, I mean, you made it so that the thing that the microphone's on was touching my chair. God damn it. That's why I moved the chair. You also banged it in there, so I'm pretty sure everyone will hear when you moved it. Uh, I was trying to be sly. I guess I didn't do it. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm going to be more interested in the youth climbing thing. Is there another, Is there one at Belmont anytime soon? Uh, no. Okay. Is there one at Sunnyvale anytime soon? Mm, they already had it. Is there one in San Francisco? Nope. So are we done for the season? I mean, like, Planet Granite, if you're asking where Planet Granite is hosting, hosting locals, like, we, we've done it for the season already. So is there anybody who's hosting one locally that I could go to? No, there's a ton of them, but I don't remember the thing off the I mean, you, I think it would be more interesting for you to wait and go to regionals and or divisionals, depending on where those are. Okay, let's talk about that. When Do you know when that's going to be? Uh, be? Usually regionals is in December and divisionals is in January. Let's do it. Yeah. You want to go? Get I usually go. Okay, keep me informed because I want to be. I, I think I want to be a part of this. Okay. Um, moving on, let's talk about the amazingness that has happened in the past three or four weeks. This thing called Battle for the Bolts, and there were two. Of I think them. it's just Battle for Bolts. I like the the in there. It sounds better. I do too, but uh, I remember I was, internally was trying to message somebody and abbreviate it, and I was. Abbreviating it as capital B, lowercase f, lowercase t, capital B, BFTB, Battle <laughs> for the Bolts. Yeah. And uh, I was confusing the hell out of um, our regional manager. Who's the regional manager? Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah. And it she was... was like, oh, you mean B4B, like B and then the number four and then B. And I was like, oh, all right. I no, think, I the, think, I I think the, the, you know, it's implied. I think the... You think the you write B4B, but the the is implied? It's just implied. Oh, all right. That's where I'm going with it, and that's what I'm saying. But, okay, there were two of them this year. Portland did the first one. I thought it was the eighth annual. You told me it was the third. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure in Portland that was the first one they ran. Yeah, but I thought it was, like, the eighth one overall. Oh, yeah. No. Did it, So, and, and the people in Portland were very vexed. Has it ever happened in Sunnyvale? Who was vexed? Vexed about what? Like, they're like, oh, this happens in Sunnyvale last year. This year they're doing it in Belmont. I'm like, no, last year I know it was in Belmont. Like, has it ever been in Sunnyvale? Never. Never been in Sunnyvale. Because, so, as I understand it, like, stuff like the, uh, 
Is it the the block party is done in SF and um, and Sunnyvale, but not done in Belmont. And I mean, so it's a relatively recent development. Um, the block party got more popular and more popular each year. And actually, even this year, we they turned and handed out in in Sunnyvale like over seven hundred scorecards. I was there. I have pictures. I still have to edit those pictures. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, handed out over 700 scorecards, which means that, you know, like, if you think about that and you try and picture putting, you know, even half of that many people in Belmont in our bouldering areas, it's just too small. It's, it become, it ends it, up becoming a, a safety hazard. And isn't not, the maximum really just occupancy of the gym, though, 238 in Sunnyvale? I don't know what the maximum occupancy is, and I don't think you should bring that up. Okay, I'll delete that section. If I remember. I mean, there's there's nothing to say that all the 700 people that got scorecards were in the building at the same time. I don't think they were. There was a lot, there was a lot of in and out uh, of the event. I'll mm-hmm. be honest. I was there. I think a lot of people were like, man, I have to wait till whatever to get the t-shirt, I'm out. And other people were like, oh, I'm just going to show up later and get the t-shirt, and then I'm out. And then people showed up the day when we're climbing and then got the t-shirt and then left. I climbed from the beginning... To the because I thought you could only I thought you could only register between ten and eleven. No, because like a climbing started at eleven. I thought or yeah, we let registration go until like two or three. Yeah, but I thought it's, I thought it was ten to eleven. So I'm like, okay, I got to be there by eleven. Otherwise, I won't be registered for this thing. By the way, that's what you should do in the in the future to make it shorter. Is like to to curtail it. Like registration is this time. If you don't show up between this time, you don't do it and make it earlier. Like make it nine to ten, and the people will not be there. Then I can sign up. I can get some space and actually climb the routes. Okay. There's a lot of waiting. Okay, so we're not even talking about that one. We're talking about Battle for the Bolts. So what ended up happening was I could not make the one in Belmont because there was this thing called Divine Play, which is a little inappropriate, but it was awesome. <laughs> the, part that's <laughs> the part that's inappropriate about it is that the, the abbreviation for Divine Play is DP, and I'm not going to go into what that means, but i just very uncomfortable hearing everybody talk about DP all the time. Like, it's just, it's just a rough thing. I just, uh, you know. But so anyways, there was a Divine Play thing up in Portland, and uh, uh, and I actually signed up for the full week. So there was a beginner class. Like, there was a class on how to be a better coach on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that I went to. Mm-hmm. Thursday was a day off, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday was Divine Play. And I went to Lizzie and Josh's thing on Friday, and then, like, a bunch of sessions on Saturday and Sunday. It was a lot of fun. But that weekend was the That's week. That's an acro yoga thing. This is a, yeah, that was all accurate. Yeah. Okay. But that weekend was was the same weekend that you guys were doing it here, and I knew that I couldn't come to the one here, and I got really lucky to find out that Portland had a battle for the bolts, mm-hmm. and it was the weekend before, and I'm like, well, I'm going to be in Portland. Why don't I just go up early? So I spent forever trying to find anybody who would go with me. Linda couldn't go with me because she was going out of town to to Greece. Uh, you just didn't want to go. Uh, that is correct. I did not want to go participate were, in Battle for Bolts and then run one the next weekend. You could have gotten more experience, and you could have helped me talk some crap. It would have been fun, but whatever. Uh, like, I at one point invited Cameron, and Cameron said that he was coming and then backed out. So my team name was actually named after Cameron. Like, it, you know, like he used to be CC, so I named my, I was like, what? what is CC? Crazy Circus. And so that was the name of my team, even though he wasn't part of it. But so Cameron was going to be in for a while and then backed out. Um, I asked everybody, but nobody was around. And finally, luckily, I have... What? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, no one was around, 
slash in Portland. <laughs> so I so I, like the best part was like I called up to Portland. I'm like, can you help me find a partner? Like I just want to find a partner to climb with. And they were like, that's a good question. How do we find somebody for you to climb with? And that was pretty interesting. But they didn't. They didn't. They well, didn't I mean, the, the consideration there is that like. This is an all-night, 12-hour climbing competition. You're sort of pushing your mental and physical in, uh, limits. And, li- and you got to kind of trust your partner that you're, you're climbing with. Yeah, I feel like I can, adjust, I can assess that as we go through the night. But so anyways, last-minute last minute thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm out. Like, Cameron just canceled on me. I have, like, five days to find somebody. I've called Planet Granite twice up there. Nobody's called me back. They did finally post on Facebook. Thank you them very much. David's awesome, by the way. Um... So, so yes, like they didn't have all that stuff. And I, I basically just, you know, whim. It's like, hey, my friend Ashley and her husband Drake just moved here. Maybe they'll want to go. They like climbing. They don't have their gear yet, but I'll buy them a harness and shoes or whatever, and we'll just go. And, uh, and so I called Ashley, and Ashley's like, yeah, that doesn't sound fun, but Drake will be in. And Drake was in. And so I woke up at 7 o'clock, or I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, picked Drake up in the city at 7, drove all the way up to Portland, in the van, uh, we took, like, we didn't even take a nap. We just went to Thai food, got Thai food, and then went into the gym and climbed for 12 hours. Drake, who has not climbed in 10 years or so, like, his fingers were done within an hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever, um, you know, kept on throwing stuff out there. He was really supportive. He was there all the time, but, like, his just body couldn't handle it. Um, and so, and yeah, I did a lot of climbs on my own. And I got through a lot of it. We met some really great people. It was a lot of, it was a blast. Uh, there was a dance competition, which I won. Unsurprising. Uh, it was pretty surprising, because, like, I, I'm not a great dancer. I just fake it really well. And, like, I was tired enough that I was able to, like, kind of do it. But, like, it was there was a guy next to me who was also really good, so I ended up giving him one of my tickets. They give you, like, three tickets if you win, so I, got, I gave him one, too. It was a lot of fun. The one thing there... Well, there were a couple of things. The first thing was, and I hope you took my advice, was that the score sheet should have been zebra-striped in the correct pattern. Did you did you actually zebra stripe it the right way? Yeah. Cool. I, got I mean, like I sent, I took your advice. I sent you a thing, and you're like, nope, the other way, and I went the other way. Like, I mean, did people easy. enjoy it? Did anybody notice? I don't think anyone noticed. God damn it. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone would have been able to like compare. They're, you know, they yeah. just they're just like, oh, this is what it is. So I will. Like, <laughs> I could have I could have set out. Like control sample, like this is what the old scorecards look like. How do you? Th- what do you think? So the thing that I got to was like it was really hard as the night went on and you got delirious to keep track of like what was going on in each row. Yeah, and I thought it was also interesting because I did all the scoring, and uh, that's what I heard. What do you mean? I I heard you had issues with this with the spreadsheet. Well, it was just annoying. But... And then my friend Alex offered to help you. Oh, yeah. Alex, Alex did offer to rewrite my spreadsheet for me. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, you know, I could see, like, people's signatures and names and the words they were writing just got worse and worse over the course of the night. You had the signatures? Uh, oh, like, they wrote their names and they wrote their team name on the scorecard. Ah, oh, got it. And, like, you know, some people, like, you know, you could tell. And then other people, by the end of the night, it was just, like, a random scribble. So, uh, how many? So there were fourteen of us who participated in Portland, mm-hmm. and it was their first year doing it. I I'll go back again. Like I'm in. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do both next year if I can. Okay. Don't don't put them on the same weekend, and don't put them on one either Yom Kippur, which is where they were this year, or Divine Play Weekend. 
we will not worry about Divine Play Weekend, and we'll think about Yom Kippur. I appreciate you. Um, and then the other the other feedback that I had, and I've talked to Kim already about this, was that I think it would be really cool if there were actual enamel mugs instead of ceramic-y enamel mugs. Okay. you got to stop using enamel to mean metal with enamel coating. Okay, metal with enamel coating. I think those, those are like true camping mugs. Those are things that like last forever. Yeah, I think they were just more expensive. The, so actually, I talked to Kim. They weren't more expensive. Well, they might have been more expensive, but more than more expensive, they took a longer lead time. So, uh, you, got, so you have to prepare further in advance for next year. Fair enough. I think this would be great. But, okay, so the whole point about B4B is that you're raising money for ASCA, right? Right. And uh, nobody's giving me an update. I keep on asking. Where are we at? The whole thing is, by the way, if you're listening to this, I'm going to post this this week so you can still donate. Um, October, in October, Planet for the Granite. Uh, Planet. <laughs> <laughs> Planet for the Granite. Listen, I'm tired, man. The only thing keeping me alive is this coffee. Planet, uh, Planet for the Granite. <laughs> Planet of the Granite. I should definitely sign all of my comment cards with that down. Um, oh God. Okay, so we got to talk about that part too. But so Planet for the <laughs> Planet for the Granite. Planet Granite is matching uh, all donations to the ACA this month up to forty k, up to twenty k. Yes. Total of forty k donated. Yeah. Um, do we have an update? Have we hit the mark yet? I don't have an update for you. Okay. Let's get let's get an update. Let's tell some people so we can raise some money. Well, and one- they say our biggest fundraiser is happening on Tuesday night, and that's the live auction with uh, our uh, Mar- athlete presenter, Margot Hayes. Margot Hayes. I don't know Margot Hayes. She is uh, the first woman to climb 515. And where was that? She did what? She's done two this summer. Okay. This year. She did one in France and one in Spain. And are, is she a sport climber? Yeah, no one's climbed 515 in anything else, I believe. But so she's a, is she like uh, a sport? There might be a 515 crack climb out there. Is she a sport climbing, like, phenomenon? Is that what she does? She's a sport climber, or does she do it all? And she's just known for this 515. Uh, I mean, she is a, well, I, I, you know, I would honestly say that it remains to be seen what she'll decide to do with her climbing career. She's 19 years old, just Holy finished crap. doing uh, the youth climbing competitive thing and I don't know if she's even done she might still compete but um, you know she competed in boulder and sport and just sort of went into sport climbing outdoors I honestly I haven't I haven't really talked to her about what she's been up to I think she's been mainly sport climbing have you talked to her I mean do you know her uh yeah I'll say yes okay cool is she from the area no I met her climbing outside uh, a few summers ago, and she was a member at PG Sunnyvale for a summer while she was out here for a, a coding summer camp. Nice. And so she can code. I guess. I don't know. I, I want to talk to her about, about that. That's what I want to talk to her about. That's my Well, point. you know, we did post on Instagram to see if people had questions for Margo, and you didn't ask anything, so... I don't think I've, I need to follow your Instagram. I definitely don't. The Planet Granite Instagram? Yeah, I definitely don't. I don't know how that's possible. How do you not follow Planet Granite Instagram? You're so concerned about what's going on at Planet Granite. And so concerned about Instagram. So, like, this is definitely a thing. <laughs> it seems like a, a vast oversight. I just, we got to talk about it one more time on the podcast right now. So, when I listen to it later, like, I remember to do this. But so, okay. So, there were questions for her. So, on Tuesday night, she's doing the fundraiser. Um, you going to come? You can ask city? her a question yourself. It's in the city, yeah. What time? 
<laughs> so it's a very interesting thing. We can't, I mean, like, we basically have to hold our big events in the city because people from the city will not leave the city. But people from Sunnyvale will be like, eh, I'll go. <laughs> like, people from the peninsula will go to the city, but people from the city will not leave to go anywhere else. So it's like, you know. I'm, well, not, just got to do it up in the city. I'm just saying you're making me think about boycotting it because I feel like supporting Sunnyvale. And it, like you're saying that I'll go to the city, but I won't. Maybe I will. I'm in the city on Tuesday night. So what time is it? Seven. Oh, maybe. maybe I it's can. a live auction, man. You, so, can, you can get I mean, some stuff. It, the, so the big question is... Bid on the, some things. Is there anything that I'm going to be super excited about? Is there anything made by Patagonia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Anything, yeah? Anything with the... Planet Granite logo made by Patagonia. Uh, no. God damn it! I, you know that I would donate a lot of money for that. I am aware. I think they're afraid of me. So that leads me to the other point. I mean, I, I suppose about. I could sell you mine. No, that's not. That's <laughs> not worth it. Like, like. You, I mean, I. You know, I. If you wanted to donate a large amount of money, if, I would provide my jacket to you. Okay, how much? I don't know. We'll think about it. Because I would totally do that. Like, not even not even a question. Like, I would do that, and then it would be awesome, because I would make sure Nick sees me in it. <laughs> that would be it. We'll hey, we're, we're at our 29-minute and 25, 26, 27-second mark. Uh-huh. I'd just like to do, like, a little interlude. Like, hey, it's a break. Uh, that was a clap, <laughs> not a knee slap. And uh, and this is our little break, and this, this podcast is brought to you by uh, Sleeplessness and uh, Rock Climbing and uh, Not Really Planet Granite, but... It's definitely part of it, and uh, Evan's dying over here laughing, and I'm not even saying anything that funny. But this I is our break. like I don't know what's happening. Are you actually stopping the recording? No, there's no stopping the recording. This is for other people breaks. We don't need a break. We just keep on going. Do we need coffee? We can take a break and get coffee. No, I'm good. All right. So, and we're back! This <laughs> <laughs> is so absurd. Well, listen, I'm so tired that it sounds good in my brain. <laughs> so, so absurd. So okay, so at planet for, uh, at planet for the granite, <laughs> you can't talk about the same thing. You can't have a break and then go back into the same subject. No, we're still t- we're still talking about a thing. No, because that's the whole point, man. Like if you're gonna have a break, which you did, you, you, when you come back, you gotta be on. It's gotta be discrete subjects. You can't have your break in the middle of one subject. Okay, well then we gotta finish the subject. and We'll have another break. The- <laughs> okay. The other, the other thing, you can't just do it by time and just be like, hey, there's a break. And then you come back and there's actually no real break. (laughs) I think some people are going to get a kick out of this. (laughs) I mean, they might get a kick out of it, but they're just going to get a kick out of the absurdity of it. Sure. That's fine. Um, So here's what happened. I did battle for the bolts. Okay. I was showering at Planet Granite every day. I called Evan halfway through the week and Evan's like, so we had this manager phone call the other day. And you took up four minutes of the manager phone call. And, I, and, like, what's going through my brain right there is that, like, oh, my God, I'm about to get removed as a member. Because I'm not sure if other people have gotten removed as a member. I'm pretty sure at least I know of one person who has. Um, but, like, scares me that I'm about to be removed as a member. That, like, I took up four minutes of the manager phone call. And so I'm freaking out. And I'm, like, you know, I took my shower. I got out. And I found Matt, who's the assistant manager up there in Portland. By the way, Matt's great. David's great. Did not meet Jeff despite the fact that I was told to give him a hard time um, by Nick. Uh, so so I found Matt. I'm like, Matt, did I did I really mess everybody up? Like, am I in trouble? Like, I, I just want you to know that I appreciate you. I appreciate your <laughs> facility. Like, I appreciated the event. I thought it was great. Like, 
all feedback is left with love. Like, you know, like, like all of this stuff. And he's like, you so, and I'm like, I heard I took up like four minutes of the manager phone call. He's like, well, at least two and a half of those minutes was just Evan and Nick laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that, the way that I've heard it from Nick is apparently, um, apparently Jeff got on the line and said, so we had this guy, Zach Cohen, who like came up here and left a bunch of comments. <laughs> and then apparently you guys just opened up the laughter. Is that what happened? I mean, yeah. And then Stephanie asked, is this the guy who asked for a pack of comic cards? Like, asked to buy a pack of comic cards? Yes, that is what happened. Is there anything else that I'm missing from the... Am I in trouble? Am I about to be removed as a member? Do, is, do I need to curtail my behavior? Do we Should we have this conversation off of the radio? Oh, you, you definitely are almost banned, and you need to curtail your leaving of comments and your behavior. Really? General. Absolutely. I'm really scared because I left three comments this week. <laughs> You're not going to get banned for leaving comments. I feel like that's one of the things I could get banned for. Am I doing other stuff that I need that I could get banned for? Driving all the way up to Portland for Planet, uh, for Battle for the Bolts? Is that, like, too creepy? This uh, the, the look that I'm getting from Evan is, like, really scary. It's like, we should need to talk about this, but not on the radio. That is not what it is. I, like... Uh, obviously, you're not getting banned for stuff like that. Don't be ridiculous. Okay, move I'm on re- to the next subject. <laughs> okay, okay. So, we're, uh, anyways, I had a great time. Um, I'm glad you had a good time. Is this a good time for a break? Sure. Okay, we're breaking again, guys. Have a great break. Uh, we'll be back in just about ten seconds, and I'll just sit here and think about stuff. You have to actually edit this out. Which part? The part where you just, you say that after the break, you have to, like, have actual, like... A little music? Well, no, you don't even have to do that. You don't can... worry. We're going to have another episode where we're going to think about... We're going to talk about music. I'm going to play you a bunch of samples. And we're going to pick a song. Okay. I'm working on it. Uh, I've been saying I've been working on it for a year, but I'm working on it. Okay, and we're back. I think I'm leaving that in there. That was too good. I'll put a song in the middle of that, but... I mean, it's not a break. <laughs> Like you're, you're having a break without a break. Yeah, we'll put music in there. Okay. I'll cut the thing, put some music in it. And, okay. It may just be like a drum solo. Um, <laughs> okay. So now that we're like a long time into our episode, uh, let's talk about what we came here to talk about. All what, right. What is it going to... So... I think it's interesting that this podcast, which we you know we haven't done for... Two months? Three months? Maybe longer? Wasn't the last one in June? Could have been. It was definitely... Was it before I left? Yeah. Holy shit, yeah, it was June. And there's like no catch-up. All right, let's launch into 2018. <laughs> well, I was looking for something important to talk about. We don't have a guest, and this is important to me. Like, I want to do this. This is... This is the, I'm I go to the gym with Adriel, my climbing coach, every week with the goal of 2018 in my brain. That's what I'm doing. I'm training for 2018. This this shit is gonna happen. How about 19? No, 2019 is we can do something more crazy. But I gotta we gotta buy this stuff and we gotta get on the rocks. I think you gotta be able to lead trad. And place your own gear. Okay, that sounds like a fair assessment. Before we start planning to do anything big wall. So, what because the... if 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 you don't know how to place gear and do it comfortably, then that means someone else. Then you're not leading any pitches, right? And 
being able to like clean gear is also important. So like it's all before. of the all of the like cleaning uh you know managing the rope at the state belay stations and all that stuff like that all the needs systems to, yeah so i have i have cleaned before i've done some of that i would like to do more of it have you cleaned on multi pitch i've never done multi pitch exactly so i think that you need to be like leading multi pitch where's the easiest multi pitch that we can lead uh i mean there's easy stuff at lovers leap and there's some easy stuff in the valley. Are we easy past stuff lo- in Tuolumne. Are we past Lover's Leap season this year? No, I'd say no. How many more weeks do we have? Because I'm not here next weekend. And it's just until it snows. So first week in November, what are you doing? I am going to visit my family. Second week in November. I don't know. All right. I'm going to put that on your calendar tentatively. Do So the whole thing is like, I think it's still feasible to do 2018. It may be the latter part of 2018, like September 2018. Um, Just, in September, October are big climbing seasons on El Cap. That's what I'm thinking. So, And it may not even be El Cap next year. It may be Washington Column. It may be one of those easier ones. Like, I'm fine with that. But I, I want to make... It better be, because, honestly, I'm not going to start on El Cap. I just want to make some progress. So you got to do some sort of aid climbing before that. I just want to make some proce- progress. But so you're well, like I'm saying, like placing gear, leading, multi-pitch stuff, that is progress. That is a step towards it. Well, I'm get, definitely going to be becoming a stronger climber in the gym. Like that's that is happening. Like I'm I'm more comfortable on on uh, like higher tens. My project is a, is a ten D right now. Um. So I'm I'm you know I'm working on this stuff. And it just, uh, I mean, that in and of itself has very little relation to big wall climbing. So I think I agree with you that it has little relation, but the comfortability on the wall of being able to, like, feel comfortable in that space, like, while climbing, that I, that I have enough balance and technique to be able to place gear, I think is going to be huge. Yeah, perhaps. Um, but not for big wall aid climbing. It's very... It, like. But so the other thing is, my friend Linda, who who has gone to Yosemite Climbing School, once had a really bad experience. Okay. And so I want to go to Yosemite Climbing School, and the reason why I wanted you to come with us is because I believe, and you, I could be wrong about this, but I truly believe that if we get into a situation where the guide there who is working with us on aid climbing or something like that is not someone that you trust or you think is safe, you can help us get off the rock. And like... You you're not that you're you're a no bullshit type of guy. So if the guy's bullshitting us, you're just being like I'm fucking him out. So that's why I want you to be a part of my group, because I feel like you will keep us safe and make sure that they you know keep us safe. Okay, I mean I, I it's fair. I mean I, I know what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly, that's my point. Like sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. And Linda felt uncomfortable standing up in this in the situation I think that she was in before. And that that's was, very interesting. Do you have a, a description of it? Like, of what happened? Like, yeah. Uh, so apparently the, they were doing Royal Arches. She hired a guy to take her up Royal Arches and the guy did not like, he did a, so there was, there was a guy who looked like he was like in serious trouble or, or, you know, dying or something at the bottom and like not dying, but like in a really bad spot or a dead body or something like that. And, um, the guy just sort of like flew by it and like said, we're not dealing with this guy. And then he like did a lot of un, unprotected rope climbing in front of her. Like, he felt comfortable, but she didn't, and he, like, he just sort of, like, did a lot of scrambling and stuff. Like, he'd probably done the route a million times, but just was really, 
kind of uh, cautious about it. And then I think she was concerned about some of the blaze on some of the stuff that she just didn't feel safe. And I don't know if she felt comfortable saying it or not, but like she had a bad experience. My friend Steve has had a great experience. My friend Joshua has a great experience. A lot of people have great experiences. But if I get in a situation where I don't feel comfortable, I'm worried about not knowing that it's safe or not safe. And so I really want someone who's with us who I think will know if it's safe or not safe. And okay. I think you'd be a good target for that. Like, you'd be a good person. Like, you want to do, you said you had, you know, you don't need it. You don't need a class on how to do it. You've got the experience. But, like, I don't think taking the class will hurt. And I think. It depends on what we're talking about. There's like a. a uh, oh, uh, aid and you were talking about aid. So I was saying, uh, you know, I I don't have aid experience, but I do know how to play skier, and the I, I I feel confident that I could just you know work out the the aid stuff on my own. That's not like to could. say that I have the aid experience. Right, but you have the like that's the thing. Like I'm not sure you would need that type of experience. You wouldn't need that type of class. But you coming with us, I don't think will hurt you. I think you might get something out of it possibly. Yeah. And I also think you being there. It'd be nice to work with you and see how we interact in that situation. And three, I think it's it's a safety feature for me. Like if you get a like I, I'm sure just like any place, there are good guys and there are bad guys. There are good people and bad people doing the job. And if somebody's gonna make me unsafe, I just wanna know. Yeah. Uh I mean it sounds like what Linda's experience was was you know, when you hire someone to take you up to like lead and, and you know, set up the belays for you up a climb like that, they'll pro they're probably going to try and, and move fast. And it sounds like this person was moving fast. And, you know, Royal Arches is something that a lot of people will, like, simul-climb a lot of it. Yeah. And so this person is probably very used to, like, not placing a lot of gear on that climb. Yeah. Which is, is fine, but I think when you're guiding, like... I So I read Into Thin Air, which is the John Krakauer book, which I'm sure you don't, didn't read because I know you don't like John Krakauer. Yeah. But he talks about how, like, there's a different mentality when you're guiding than when you're climbing. So when you're guiding Everest or when you're guiding one of those things, you have a responsibility. So people who have summited Everest, you know, without oxygen while they're guiding, will make sure they use oxygen because they want to make sure that they have more competency and more ability to help their people. Like that's a responsibility as a guide. Uh And so I kind of feel, maybe I'm wrong, but I kind of feel like as a guide, the expectation is that you're going to be safe. When I'm teaching someone new how to do some cheerleading stuff, I walk them through the beginning and the basics, and even though I can do far more difficult things, and even though I can probably do far more difficult things with them, I normally walk through the basics because I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to build it because building into it is an important thing. I think if people don't do that, you're going to end up with people who are afraid or people who learn bad tactics. Like, you want to teach them the right way to do so that people can stay safe. So anyways, that's on us. So we're going to do that. We're going to sign up for that class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to work on some multi-pitch. Um... What else do we need to get do- done? Do I, can we talk about, is there gear that needs to be bought? Do I need to buy a rack? What's the things that need to happen there? Uh, it depends on the route that we do. Um, I don't have probably enough gear to, to flesh out a rack that you would use to aid, you know, like the nose or anything like that. There would probably need a few more pieces here and there. Um, and like a lot of the, a lot of times your rack will include like triples of certain sizes and I, I pretty much have doubles for most of the common sizes and need more nuts and then like offset nuts and stuff like that. Cool. So, so do you, as someone who's as meticulous as you, do you have a list of all of your stuff? All of my stuff? Yeah. No. And I don't think you should describe me as meticulous. I definitely, why, is that bad? I think it's like something to aspire to. No, no, I just don't think I, um, it's a good description of me. 
fastidious? Yeah, no, I'm not. Semi-organized? How far are we willing to go here? You're, you, 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 when you make facial expressions at me, the radio listeners cannot hear you. Well, I mean, I, I'm just, you know, I, I don't, I don't know why you have the impression that I'm fastidious or meticulous. You always have like your phone out, and you're like making notes and shit, and then you're like remembering stuff and. Yeah, but then doesn't really reflect on those other things. I feel like the fastidious is like well organized and planned out. Mm. Do I have the wrong definition of fastidious? I think you have the wrong definition of fastidious. That's a lot to do with like uh, cleanliness and oh stuff. Okay. Um, meticulous. You're correct, but I don't. I don't think that's a good description of me. Got it. Meticulous is uh, you know very is supposed to be uh, careful and thorough. Well, so I think what I'm taking away from this is step one is we need to go do some multi pitch yes. somewhere, and we need to see rack wise what you, what you have and what I have. I only have some sports stuff. Uh, and then build off of that. <laughs> right. Do you have, speaking of, speaking of like outdoor climbing, this isn't a multi-pitch experience, but do you have New Year's Eve plans yet? New Year's Eve plans? Yeah, there's a group of people who, who do this thing called Acro Rocks, where they do acro yoga in J-Tree and climb and do yoga. Like it's acro yoga, yoga, and rock climbing mm. over the New Year's Eve. Like I've got three fun New Year's Eve type plans that involve acro yoga. This one also involves climbing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to convince. I think this is perfect for Denery. I think like I got to get Denery to this thing somehow. I may Sounds sp- good. I may sponsor him, but like if you if you're open. No, not interested. Have you climbed J Tree? Yes. What are your thoughts on J Tree? It's all right. I know a lot of people that it's like their favorite place to climb, but I don't feel that way. So okay. Um. It's beautiful. But, um, yeah, I don't know. just doesn't do it for me in the same way it does for other people. And uh, I de- it's like a, it's kind of a long way from here, and I'm definitely not going there on a holiday time. It's like Christmas, though. People spend time with their family on that time. It's not that, like... is, that is not true. Christmas really? is a hugely busy season in, in all the popular climbing areas in California in the winter. Interesting. I guess I just don't know because I'm not normally here. Okay, well, so anyways, you're not in, but maybe Denry is. Uh, we need to do multi-pitch. Is there anything else that, that I need to be prepared for? Like, is there, well, like, what do I need to be prepared for? What do I need to do? Uh, work on my cardio? I'm working on it. I mean, yeah, I would just say the cardio. It's like big, long days. Okay. Very tiring, multi-day activity. Are you excited about it? No, I mean, not... Particularly, if I was excited about it, I probably would have tried to get into it earlier. Well, uh, big walls. Yeah, it's something that I've always kind of wanted to do, so I'm not like against it. Got I it. just uh, it's like it's not something that excites me. Just like multi pitch tried climbing doesn't really excite me either. Really, just multi pitch sport. I've never done any multi pitch sport. Got it. I don't. Does it exist? It does. I like multi pitch in general. It's just kind of like. Whatever. I mean, like, I like... Weren't I like, you a boulderer for the longest time? Huh? Weren't you, like, just a boulderer for the longest time? No. Okay. I thought you were a big boulderer. I do boulder. Okay. I don't I don't see how that relates to the conversation. I just felt like there was a time where I knew you, and, like, all I saw you do was bouldering. 
Yeah, well, there was a time when you knew me and you thought I'd, you'd never seen me climb. It's not true. I always knew you climbed. I was just, like, messing with you. And there was the first time that I actually did see you climb and you belly flopped to climb. I did not belly flop. I fell on my back. You think you fell on your back. I think you fell on your stomach. I fell on my back. By the way, did you, like, I fell on my back four weeks ago off a Z climb. By the way, if you have not climbed Ethel Z stuff, oh, man, is she tough. She's uh, she's my new nemesis. Like, she's awesome. Like, I, 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 she's, like, super short and just such a badass. I'm, like, intimidated by everything there. But, like, she just she kills me. So I did this. I was doing the V1 of hers in the back, and uh, I fell off and landed straight on my back and got whiplash, and it's been, like, two months and it still bothers me. I've never gotten whiplash from falling on my back. I've gotten whiplash on climbing falls, though. Like uh, like a whip? What? Like a whip. Like one of those giant falls, like when you take a giant lead fall. Don't they oh. Call it a whip? A whipper? A whipper. Yeah, I call it a whip. Well, no, you're the only one. Well, people listening to this podcast will know that it's called a whip. No, it's called a whipper. Okay, was it on a whipper that you got... No. How'd you get... So, okay, tell me about the story that you got whiplash. I mean, like, I, I fell and, like, landed on my feet, but, like, sort of went down to, into a crouch, and my head, like, whipped forward down in between my knees, essentially. Oh, nice. And this is bouldering? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, you don't you don't really get anything from taking lead falls. How long does... How unless, long... yeah, bad catch. How long does... Um, well, I'm a pretty heavy catcher, so I get to work on that. I jump when I catch. Yeah. Um... How long did it take the whiplash to heal? Did it take three months? No. God, I'm jealous. So whatever you have isn't whiplash, then? I don't know. I'll, I'll keep looking at it, but it's, you know. I mean, whiplash is musculature, muscular only. So it's like, it's essentially, uh, it's like a strained muscle uh, in a situation where you know, like, you didn't really do anything in particular, so it doesn't seem like it should be strained. Yeah. That's why it ends up being sore. Well, so I think that's the thing. Like, I just keep on doing stuff that uses that muscle. Mm. And that's problematic. I don't know. It's okay. usually in your neck, too. It huh? is in my neck. Okay, well, whatever. Badass climber, badass setter. The stuff that she sets is ridiculous. And it's new and it's different, and she's consistent in terms of her difficulty, which I think is nice. Some people are inconsistent. She's pretty consistent. Have you climbed anything that she said yet? Yeah. Did she set in Belmont too? Sometimes. How yeah. are, oh, how are we doing on that goal? I don't know what you're talking about. Climbing all the routes in Belmont. Ah, yeah, man. Uh, You've given up. No, I haven't given up. I just, um, they reset since I was close. Um, so I'm now not very close at all. And also I can't do, there's two routes that are like 513. Got it. And they are, they share the same crux. They start on different sides of the archway and then come together. And I can't do this one crux move that's up there. So the combination of factors with, um, I had a vacation and then, uh, the fall school year started up, so my regular Wednesday morning rope climbing partner now has class on Wednesday mornings, Wednesday mornings, so I can't, so I, I have to, like, scrounge for rope partners every week. Hit me up, man. For, like, 9 o'clock on a Wednesday morning? At this point, I can probably do that. Interesting. <laughs> we'll talk about it after. Um, 
And then uh, we also got our moon board installed, and that's been uh, fun. And I've been uh, climbing on that a lot. Do you although have? It injured me recently. Do you have the two moon boards like Sunnyvale? No. You just had the the forty five degree. Forty. Forty, because there's a forty and a twenty five. Yes. In Sunnyvale. The best part about the moon, I left this comment the other day. Uh, it feels like I'm on the dark side of the moon because there's no lights in the moon board area. And I'm like, this is just uninviting and scary and creepy and, like, I can't wait for the lights. But apparently what happened was they ordered the lights, but they haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. I'm excited to see. I'm hoping these are, like, top-of-the-line LED, like, that they change colors. Probably not. High expectations right here. Why? It's just lights. It would be awesome if they, like, turned purple. No. Yes. Why? Come on. What, what advantage would there be to having... Lights turn purple in that area. Don't it would feel like it feel trippy. I just think it would be awesome. I How is that an advantage? It makes it harder to climb. No. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I have not spent any time on the moon board yet. I I have been using there's like they have a. Uh, you know how you had the wood grips in the campus board in the back. There's a new thing that they're using. I can't remember what it is, but there's a new version of the wood grips in the Sunnyvale training area that I've been using to hang on and try to build up finger strength again. I don't know what you mean by wood grips. Uh, they're like campus board rungs, but like the name of the company that makes them is called wood grips. Okay. And so like there's another one that starts with a T. Tension. Tension, and they put those in there. So you mean as a campus board? Yeah, it's a campus board. <laughs> also, they're tra- they move the transgression board, which, by the way, has transgressed on me. Uh, the transgression board is moved over to the new area, but they hung it so low that, like, people can't hang off of it. <laughs> so, like, it's like Adriel is like, I can't even, I can't even hang off a of 14 because my knees hit the ground. I could leave feedback. You could. I have not been to the new training area in Sunnyvale, so I haven't seen it. Oh, really? No. You should come down. I am. It was not done when last time I was there, which I haven't been since. I think it's been done for two weeks now? Something like that? Yeah. It's nice. I'm excited when the lights come in. It's nice. I don't get the whole need an app to climb a thing thing. I'm not a huge fan of that. Okay. I, well, I, you don't need the app. Yeah, I'm, I won't use the app. As an app developer, I still won't use the app. I don't need it. Um, why is that? Why? And this is really interesting to me, because like, I've been thinking about this, like, you know, trying to understand my deep underlying psyche. But for me, like, programming is programming. Working on apps is working on apps. But like climbing is climbing and I don't want it to interfere with the programming or programming or like using the technology I don't want to necessarily interfere with the joy of climbing it's a different thing I get enough computers during the day I get enough computers during the day I don't want computers in my climbing experience well see the thing is is that you can go climb the routes that the setters put up for you and never climb on the moon board and that's fine yeah the, the, uh, the, only, uh, the whole point of the moon board is that you get to um, train you with know, other people. share in the creativity of other people. It's not even training. Like, they don't even have it set up for, like, comparing with other people or seeing how people did stuff. Like, really, the only thing that they have is, uh, you know, you can leave comments on a route and say whether or not you did it and how hard it felt for you and how good you thought it was. So, like... And you program the route, and there's LED lights next to the holes that you're supposed to use. 
Yeah, so that's how you identify. I mean, there doesn't have to be LEDs. We could have gotten, we could have not gotten the LEDs, and you just have to memorize it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd rather do that. Yeah, but you still have to use the app to have access to the creativity of other people. We could write it on a piece of paper, stick it on the wall. I know that's a nuanced idea, but there's this thing called paper, and we write on it. Hmm. That is a thing that people have done in the past. Yeah. But this is way better and easier and gives you access to many, many more people's ideas. So let me ask you one question about this. So you're you're more than welcome to go and just do whatever you want on the moon board and write it down on paper. But to I mean that's 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 your choice, but that's not the most productive way to use it. So I have two questions here. One, are the hold the holds on the moon board are meant to be replaced every so often, right? Uh, they are coming out with a new pattern. Okay. Uh, and two new hold sets. But what do you mean by replace? Do you mean that the holds wear out or that the no, pattern like the, changes? The pattern changes. Yeah, they've had the current pattern for like two years. Okay. So it's it's not a frequent change and uh, the app will continue to support the current pattern and if you get the new ones then you get to you can just find you can just find the problems that are related to the new and does the 25 degree wall match the 40 degree wall what do you mean by match is the pattern the same yes does the does the 25 degree wall does the grade change significantly yes can I climb the 25 degree wall I don't know, can you? What level is the lowest? You said it was V4 on the 40 degree. Uh, there's definitely, like, things that are easier than V4, but the app won't let you label anything lower than V4. Got it. Like, I, I put something on there, and it, I, I called it warm-up. I was like, PGBL, like, Planet Grand and Belmont, warm-up. I think this was number two. Mm-hmm. And I looked, and there was a comment that said, you know, you know, skip three, four holds to make it a V4. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I literally put warm up on it, and I put the lowest grade that you can on the problem. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. Like, if I could have put V two on there, I would have put V two, but I'm not allowed to. Yeah, I can climb some V twos. It would be a hard V two. Okay, I went to uh, went to Ironworks for the first time to climb. Okay, I actually really dig that gym. We can talk about that another time. In Berkeley. Yeah. Okay. I just think it's I like I've been to the studio. I don't dislike the studio um, but I I did like Ironworks like there's something grungy about it that just felt awesome and uh, I enjoyed it but I climbed a V2 on site like and I, I normally don't on site V2s and it was like I think that they were a little soft on that V2 rating did you have fun? oh I had a blast yeah, okay I, I really don't care what the grades are on climbs it's like has a lot to, it's way more I mean especially indoors like you know, they're just trying to put up a bunch of problems. Like, was it a good problem? If it was a good problem, great. If it wasn't challenging, move on to one that's more challenging. Yeah, I tried to look the next one. It was pretty hard. Uh, but I had a lot of fun. I, it was a good, I, I like that gym. Have you climbed there? No. The only time I've been there have been for, like, youth comps. So, uh, in fact, the times that I've been there, basically the whole gym's been closed. And they have this giant, like, curtain that they hang in the middle to separate out. Like the gym part from the walk walls? Uh, no, it's separating the ISO area from the area where the competition is taking place. Got it. 
The the thing that got me was that they're the bouldering walls and the rope walls are like right next to each other, uh-huh. and so like there are routes that I wanted to climb, but I'd be like there were so many boulders that I couldn't like I didn't want to climb them because I'd be afraid of like falling into boulder. Like when I came down, I didn't want to like step all over twenty boulders. Okay, I, I again I have not seen that gym like doing anything other than a kids comp. Nice. Well, it, it's an interesting facility, and I thought this was not bad. I, I enjoyed it. I would I would climb there again, but I'm out of touchdown punch cards, so I need to get 10 more. Good news is the last one took me six months to use, so like, I'm not too worried. You went to touchdown gym six times, ten, ten, ten times, times in six months. Yeah, I, they have Because you go for acro. They have an acro yoga class mm-hmm. on Wednesdays, and my friend Britta teaches. And I, I like that. It's a fun class. All right. I think we're at about an hour. Sure. We should wrap. Um... Anything that you want to talk about that we haven't talked about? <laughs> In this, like, yeah, like you're just like, yep, we're done. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about? I'm just saying like, if there's anything that you need to talk about before we finish. Is there any any last comments? Any parting wisdom? Any pearls of justice? Or that's not the right word. Pearls of justice. <laughs> <laughs> pearls of justice. I was trying to put the most awkward words together that I could find. <laughs> Did I succeed? I mean, you just you just mashed your uh, metaphors together, I guess. I tried to. Pearls of wisdom, pearls of justice. People in glass houses sink ships. True. Boondock Saints reference anybody? Uh, I've never seen that movie. You've never seen that movie? I'm jealous of you when you if you ever do get to see it. The first time is always the best. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything else you want to share? My fat elbow. Oh, yeah. Let me see the other one. Put him side to side. Oh, yeah. It's a lot less than it was. But, yeah. It's I was, uh, right? I, yeah, I banged my elbow on a hold, which I have done many, many times in my life. But this time, I hit it close to the tip, and uh, it damaged the bursa, and it swelled up. It's probably going to take two to three weeks to fully go away. But... I took a week off from cl- climbing, which has been um, hard because I'm not, like, I don't feel injured in a sense that, like, anything hurts. It's just I have a bursitis, goopy, gummy bear elbow. Are you back to climbing again? No, I'll, I'll start climbing tomorrow. Okay. Um, I've bought a, a sleeve, a neoprene sleeve thing to wear on it and hopefully protect it from further bangs. Further bangs and bruises. Yeah. Well, here's here's the entire uh, South Beta podcast, hoping that you get better faster uh, for fun climbing. Sure. I'm just throwing our whole support behind you. The the whole support of you and me. Uh, whoever listening to the podcast. Oh, okay. Our listeners. <laughs> You've decided that they're supporting me. I have. <laughs> they will trust me. They will. Well, if you're listening to this, you will support me. Probably. There's a chance that that may happen. All right. Uh, I think I think we're good. Anything else? Uh, no. I mean, you said we're out of time, so I might we're pretty as well much not bring time. up anything else. We'll save it for next time. We'll just put it in a little pocket. And, uh, I am 220 at the moment. Oh, okay. I went down from 225 to 220. You are? We are the South Beta Podcast, 395 pounds of climbing power. Thank you for listening. I hope this was shorter and more de- desirable. Uh, we will continue to try and heed your feedback. Thank you. We out. Who said we had to be shorter? <laughs>